Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. So I love the fact that here we are in the year 2022, and while we've seen Universal fail with their monster movie saga, here Marvel shows us something that's better than anything Universal has thrown at us really yet. Um, that brings back the magic of the early 30s monster movie horror saga. The lighting and the black and white vibes, but modernized for today's like writing standards and a little bit of tongue-in-cheek in there. I mean, yeah, no, it, it's brilliant, but it's, it's brilliant in such a modern way that it's so stylistically part of that classic monster movie vibe, but it really just screams modern Marvel as well. So that's the trick. That's the balancing act that I find so amazing that they did here is they did bring me back to the old school monster movie vibes, but they, they, they also just gave me something of a, of a monster at the end of the day, wanting sushi. And I love that. And I love that so much. Man thing, Ted, thank you. Yeah, I, I really I like that they were able to bring us back to that sort of like Vincent Price era, like black and white monster movies, but still be fun and be marvelly enough. And honestly, just this type of presentation where it's like an hour long story and it's not a TV show and it's not a movie. I really dig that. And I kind of think we can do more with this format. I I wish it was longer. I wanted longer, but I I like what we got and thought the that the what we got for the time that we got was well done. Like I'm I'm suddenly looking I'm like oh no the, the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is probably going to be like the same exact length. Like okay, I'll just have to accept that we're just getting hour long, you know, specials and and such as that. But I I I loved what we got. And thus they left me wanting more, which again is kind of the point. Um, the character dynamics were great. It, the, the The problem with this is is that I know what they're trying to set up. They're trying to set up this whole background monsters, supernatural monsters in the dark kind of vibe, and we're going to get Blade from that. Maybe Agatha and Covenant of Darkness and all these things. But like, they got to get their Blade shit together in order to really make this work because that's the tenfold. Blade is really where where it needs to be you know, perfectly understood what this whole is, you know, like blade is the Thor, you know, where Thor is to magic. This is the supernatural horror and monsters and things like that. So when it comes to vampires, when it comes to like these little spooky things in the night, this Agatha and blade, but blade being the top tier thing that has to work out. So please Marvel, get your shit together, please. I mean, they're looking for a director. Like I wouldn't mind if Michael Giancino, directed blade because he did really well with this yeah and his his fight sequences the uh the choreography everything was great he knows what he's doing who would have thought michael giacchino I, I mean like the guy was this is his directorial debut and he nailed it he really did he nailed that vibe it was so fun and so emotional i felt it you know when he was connecting uh you know like just, let me just smell you and just look me in the eyes to make sure i remember you like that that really felt it his connection with Ted, yet yet he's a flawed character still. He's kind of like uh, a little uh, what's, uh, clumsy in his own right. Like, oh, it was so good. The only thing that threw me off through the entire piece is that the outfits of the guards look too much like the TVA. And I was thus waiting for the TVA to be kind of involved. 
And I feel like, all right, let's just save money and use TVA uniforms kind of just like blacked out. But I'm pretty sure they reused the uniforms because they looked exactly exactly the same. So it just had me feeling like that's what they were until I realized like, no, they're just saving money. I even feel like this where they where the werewolf was attacking them was also a set reused by Loki. You know, like that was from the Loki show. You know, they were just trying to save money wherever they could in some of these cases. And I get it. I'm not against it. Not against saving money. I just wanted it. It just distracted me, is all. No, that's valid. <clears throat> yeah, Gail Garcia Bernal, who I was not familiar with at all before this, is so good as Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea who he was either. Uh, he's He voiced um, Uncle Hector in uh, Coco, but that's the only thing I'd ever heard him in. Um, but he's amazing. No notes. Top notch. Yeah. Uh, the actress that played Elsa was pretty good too. Yeah, Elsa. And I'm not familiar with her either. I wasn't familiar with anyone in this particular uh, show, acting-wise. And so everyone just impressed me. Even the amount that I hated Elsa's mother. Like, I hated her on a Kai Wynn scale. Like, oh my god, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, I hated Kai Wynn, Louise Fletcher, rest in peace, you were amazing that I hated you so much. I hated this woman as much as I hated Kai Wynn. It was when she got ripped apart by Ted, I just gleed. I, my, my smile was ear to ear. I was so happy to see that old white woman get ripped apart into shreds and just explode. Mm. Oh, oh the, the joys and the happiness of everything, of watching her explode. It was great. Yeah, the only person I was familiar with in this was uh, Kirk Thatcher playing the Scotsman. He's the bus punk from Star Trek. Oh my God, that was the bus punk. Shit. Yeah. Is that that guy? Oh my God. That's the Scotsman. That's hilarious. Yeah, he was the only person I recognized. <laughs> That's awesome that it was him. God, yeah. Time has really changed him. I'll always remember him with the eyeliner. Although we just saw him recently in... Uh... In, in Star Trek Picard, yeah. Star Trek Picard, where they pulled him back to it. You know, this this kind of gave me the idea that maybe I really do want to have an animatronic version of my corpse at my funeral. I I would pay money to see that, Jason. One last JT up. Bring it to an anime convention. Have people, like, be able to, like, gift it and shrine it with various, like, uh, whatever that Japanese store that you're obsessed with. Oh, Famima? They're gone now. They're, they don't have those in America anymore. Oh, poor puppy. I Sorry. You, you okay? But- not no no i knew you were not um sorry <laughs> yeah I, su- I somehow think that christy wouldn't be a big fan of uh animatronic corpse although it would be pre-recorded with all of the worst puns yes i think that's exactly what what we have to just get her on board on. let it be a surprise you know like we'll just have it at your funeral and just pops up like kind of like out of a cake you know like let, let people just kind of embrace the moment of it i think you should do it i'm i'm all for it if people need trauma, you know, we'll have a counselor stand by, standing by. Uh, what did you think of the Man-Thing? I loved Man-Thing. Ted was amazing. Very Cthulhu-esque. Made me happy. So Cthulhu-esque. Um, I need more Man-Thing. I need more of Ted and Man-Thing's adventures running off through the forest trying to save other monsters who are just trying to live their best life. Because that's all Ted's doing, trying to live his best life. And obviously he keeps getting caught. And it's just sad. It's just sad that that's the the monster world is what we live in, and we're not just letting them live it. It was a it was a practical prop. It looks so good. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a practical look. 
They had they actually had a, a Snuffleupagus, Cthulhu Snuffleupagus, Swamp Thing kind of vibe creature built for it, and it just yeah, legitimately it looks so good. Yeah, it looks great in color. It looks great in black and white. I love the ending Pleasantville kind of vibe when we got that splash of color at the end. It all just it made everything look so good still, and Man Thing looked great in that tone. So he looks great as a practical effect. It really does. Like with some extra CGI accenting, it just shows that like full CGI characters are passe. You just need, ah, oh, that practical thing really does make a difference. Yeah. Um, if, if anything, I think Jack looked worse in color. Man Thing <laughs> looked better. Yeah, Man Thing looked really good. Uh, Elsa didn't look too bad either, actually. And 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 setting that that ending bit to uh, somewhere over the rainbow. It was beautiful. It really it was perfect. Yeah, it really nailed it. I just can't get over. I, I I was so like I kind of had some worry about this one because like we didn't really know a lot about it. Uh, first time director, you know, long time composer, but first time director directing it. Um, but it legitimately like knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah. It blew me away. I didn't I didn't really have any high expectations, and I went and I loved it. Like within five minutes, I was just I was sold. Yeah, I think maybe that's part of it. There was no room for expectations for really anybody. It just kind of existed. And thus, it was something we could enjoy. And I think we live in a world, especially, you know, like we're podcasters and there are YouTube reviewers out there who make it their entire career to just do nothing but, you know, troll and review bomb and like make sure that their opinion is relevant and matters and yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm just here to enjoy. But like on multitude of levels, like not knowing about a project and just being surprised and just enjoy, being able to enjoy it without the cynicism or expectation really goes a long way. And I think Werewolf by Night is proof of that is you can just enjoy something and have fun. You know, as, as Christy said last week, like, can we just have fun again? And I did with Werewolf by Night. I loved it. Loved every moment of it and just want more. And that's, and then it goes to my, you know, like Marvel fandom comes back. And then like, like I said, like I need Agatha, you know, Covenant of Darkness and, and Blade to be done right. You know, this just is the first step into that world. And I really want it done so it feels as all good i didn't want it to feel as good as that did so but and throw in like throw in like a ghost rider in there too yeah oh yeah no i mean we're gonna get midnight suns at some point we're gonna get midnight suns it's gonna be Man. amazing i hope they bring back the robbie reyes version of ghost of, of ghost rider because i really liked that actor and i was so sad that he almost got a show and then it was canceled at the last minute. i know i know everyone loves agents of shield but it's not real no but you can take those actors and still do stuff with them i mean i would love for some of those actors to come back as this i mean i'd love colson back again melinda may bring it on chloe like they, they these are characters i'd love to see brought back into the mcu i just don't think there's any shield's gone and i don't think there's any quake maybe we might get a quake I could see them bringing. I could see them bringing in Daisy Johnson, right? Yeah. Like you, you can see them canonizing, taking bits that worked from like the Marvel television stuff, and bringing the bring them in, like they're doing with Daredevil. Yeah. It just it all depends on like whether it's worth it to bring a character or actor back from a previously thing without making too many waves. So we will see what they're doing. I mean, this is the multiverse saga. If we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it in the next few years. So that's true. Um, what did you think about... Loved it. Okay. What did you think about the werewolf Hated suit? It. Oh. Actually, yeah, that's an actual answer. One, one, My major note here, I did not like the werewolf outfit. 
And the reason why I did not like the werewolf outfit is I feel like it was too much of the 1930s look. It was I was going to say the same thing. Too much of like, they really went for that 1930s werewolf. And it's like, we could have at least gotten Teen Wolf, you know, like, but we, but we didn't. And so like, we've evolved the idea of werewolves and what they would look like a lot, you know, and I, I just think it looked too old in that regard. It just didn't look cool enough for lack of a better term. And that's a nitpick on me, but like other people can love it because of that same reason that I don't. No, I mean, I, I, I pretty much agree with you on that. Like, that's the one thing that I think I kind of would change a little bit is just the design yeah. of that suit. And I, I also heard that it was really, really uncomfortable for Gil Garcia Bernal to wear. Mm -hmm. So maybe fix that up a little bit. But other than that, amazing. I mean, and I loved the transformation that we didn't get to see, like that we just got to see it through like strobe. Yeah. And that's the point. Like, again, they're using old school techniques. And that's the thing with the comes to the suit. Like, I see what they tried to do. And 99% of it worked perfectly. And this is like the 1% where I'm just like, you know, mm, it, it just didn't work. Like the, the suit didn't vibe me. But everything else, even the transformation and how, I loved it. You know, my favorite transformation of any werewolf was, oh my God, what's the name of that show? Oh my God, I'm totally blanking on it. It's gone. I'll have to ask Dave. There was this weird like vampire werewolf drama cable-esque drama about like oh my god i have to double check but it was a really cool like he basically ate himself and like shedded it every single time it looked painful and that's the thing when i see a werewolf transformation i want it to look painful you know it should be visceral and it just it, it just didn't work everything else did but that just didn't work it was too old school and it looked too raggedy it just looked like he was a circus freak just, just a really hairy dude. Yeah, it's like that's the you go back in, into early twentieth, late nineteenth century, um, you know, circus act and the bearded lady or like the, the 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 you know monkey man or whatever like that, and you you find people who are just overly hairy, and that's what you get. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. I do think that the black and white, besides just being a cool aesthetic choice, kind of allowed us to get a little bit gorier at the end because we couldn't see the color of the blood yeah, so, so they, they, could, they just went to town on it and we and nobody cared because it would as long as you're not it doesn't look like blood you know as long as it's not red apparently it gets by the fcc regulations and they could do whatever the heck they wanted and it showed and i loved it so if that's what it takes just make it black and white in order to get these amazing fight sequences bring it on yeah i'm down it's a it's a really funny hack ah <sighs> Ah, 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 ah. So we don't know when we're going to see this character again, but we're excited for it. Hashtag question mark. What was that? <laughs> no, we're excited for it. Thank you. We are excited for it. Again, I expect this to be a tease over the next two phases. And by phase six, we're going to really be knee deep in monsters. So please make it happen. Mutants and monsters for phase six. Make a flag. Make a little wristband. Mutants and monsters and proud. We want more Ted. And yes, more Ted. Ted will lead the way. I'd go to a Ted talk about him. Yeah, thank you for that. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. 
You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite a cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.